0: Hello, Master Plan World, welcome to our latest podcast. It's a pleasure to have you listening. We're now well into September, so I so hope everyone's got their Christmas plans in hand. Don't want not wanting to scare anybody there, but it is time you should be ready for Christmas. Today's special guest has possibly my favourite e-commerce business name, so let me tell you all about her. Bonnie Chung runs the UK's first dedicated miso brand, and the name? Miso tasty. Isn't that genius? She spent three years researching to make sure her miso soup is the best you can get and now ships the soup direct to customers in letterbox-friendly boxes, of course. And of course, there's also a subscription offer. She's now into year two and has over a 1,000 regular buyers. The fascinating story, great content on the website and superior content mean that as well as wholesaling to Sainsbury's Selfridges and Whole Foods markets, Bonnie has built up a great following on social media and consistently superb PR coverage. Hi, Bonnie. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. So how did you get started in e-commerce?
1: Well, um, as you said, it took it took me a very long time to uh, get the product perfect for launch. So three years later, the product was ready finally, and then we didn't have any customers. So um, instead of sort of um, spending more time going out there meeting with um, stores and uh, and supermarkets, we thought the best way to launch would be our own store where we could sell directly to the customers, um, and and so that's that's where the e commerce started. Um, we We set up a um, a, a web store and uh, had a, loaded up all our products on there and uh, we immediately started uh, selling miso directly to customers and that was a great way to, for us to start learning about the business
0: so the when you started all that research, your intention mm-hmm. wasn't to go e commerce it was to create a great miso soup and then exactly
1: then
0: f- ah so it's kind of like yeah. a, how do how are we going to get this to the customers?
1: Exactly. And this is the quickest, best way to get to the customers, we realise. And it sort of um, um, the fact that we didn't have any uh, supermarket or retail customers yet was actually um, a blessing in disguise because it meant that we really focused our energy in developing um, a, a sort of customer shopping experience that we could design ourselves. So, um, for example, customers who buy from us directly, they, you know, they have, um, they get sort of the, the VIP treatment. They, you know, we we have handwritten thank you notes inside every box. Um, we send them merchandise, and give you special offers, and really allowed us to develop a very close relationship with our miso lover customers. And um, and it, it gave us sort of that platform to, uh, to to be out there on the market without having to wait for um, a, a particular deal to go through with a retailer.
0: So how? Just to to delve into kind of that that wholesale versus retail element, mm-hmm. how do you do you find it fairly straightforward to balance the needs of the wholesale business, so you know selling to Sainsbury's, Selfridges, etc., and dealing with your customers direct? Are there any particular challenges with that, or benefits? Um
1: Yeah, I suppose challenges would be uh, you just have to be really um so be careful about how you do your marketing um when you su- when you're supporting the retail customer. so for example um when we do uh tastings and marketing for selfridges half nickels all our favorite customers um on the ground You know, we have to push the sale to go through the store. You know, we want them to buy them from the store, and uh, we, we, you know, we're very sensitive about you know not not pushing the um, the online um, availability so much in respect to uh, to respect our customer on the ground. To the retailers uh, and then when we are um, uh, you know doing our marketing for our online business uh, we, we we really encourage and, and highlight the benefits of buying from us directly so we just have to be sensitive to our retail customers who are so important to us that you know when we're, when we're focusing on marketing for them uh, we only focus on them um, so I suppose that's just sort of the challenge just to be careful um, about sort, of, um, sort of respecting um, Uh, their sales requirements from us um but the benefits is great is is that they they support each other so our online customers we know after a while they might want they they might start switching to buying from the supermarket because it's part of their grocery shop and that's easier for them um so we we see sort of um customers coming from both directions so online customers going to supermarkets um a supermarket customer or retail customer might then um prefer to um, have it delivered to their office. So they actually then go from trying it out in a retailer and then switching to becoming an online customer because it's more convenient. So we see that both channels support each other. So um, overall, it's definitely a benefit having both.
0: So do you in part see that wholesale channel not just as a turnover and profit source, but also as a marketing resource for the whole business?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and certainly in these early stages it's sort of um the, the brand presence in store and being around the country um that uh, having that presence, having your brand out there um is a is a, a massive benefit to our business from a marketing perspective.
0: Cool. Well, I know we're going to come on to kind of brand and marketing and PR a bit later on, but in the meantime, let's get a few of the details of the business um, laid out for everybody. Okay. So you're based in the UK, aren't you? Where Where yes. do you sell to around the world?
1: Um, gosh, we offer uh, global shipping through our um, through our website, so we do ship everywhere, um, which is um, but which is brilliant because it allows us to really push our social media reach globally and still still be able to offer the product to um, customers who who are connected with us um, but predominantly our customers are around the UK um, all all corners of the UK uh, we ship them from our from our office uh, we're based in hackney um, in East London we, we sell our product um, we're happy to send our product everywhere
0: Cool. And um mm-hmm. what platform are you on? What's your website? Uh, Shopify. And how come you decided to go with Shopify?
1: Um well we did a bit of a bit of research and to be honest it, everyone told us that was the <laughs> that was the, the the best one for our sort of size of business and um and um and also when we're looking at sort of um other websites that are built in shopify we like the look of them we thought um sort of aesthetically they're they were great so we thought um it would probably be the best one for us uh, and we've been happy with them since
0: cool and are there any kind of widgets or plugins you've got bolted in so reviews merchandising that kind of thing
1: um not so much uh we i think we haven't explored that enough yet but definitely something we'll we'll, we'll be doing soon cool um
0: Mm -hmm. and what's what does your team look like how many of you are there
1: um apart from myself uh there are three others um in 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 the office so uh, which is great because uh of um when i was starting out it was just myself on my own working so sort of from my bedroom and now having an office full of other team members it's it's absolutely brilliant we've grown quite quickly over over the last year and a half
0: cool and are they focused on production wholesale marketing what's the breakdown um
1: to be honest they, they all they all have sort of areas of responsibility so that covers of sales marketing logistics uh new products but um as a startup everyone sort of mucks in with everything generally (laughs) um especially when sort of there's an emergency then everyone sort of piles on to the problem so um yeah everyone's quite multi-skilled in the team which is brilliant
0: Uh, it is when you're moving in such a fast fast um paced area you've got to Mm -hmm. have that that adaptability really haven't you absolutely yeah yeah awesome so bonnie what would you say right now is the most awesome thing about miso tasty
1: I think the momentum that we've developed in the um, in the retail space has actually really elevated the brand. So um, we've just launched in Waitrose shows this week. Uh, we're already in Sainsbury's, Ocado, Self, just Selfridges, um, Whole, Whole Foods. You know, so many stores. Harvey Nichols. So, we're, 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 so being out there nationally and having all that coverage has actually really increased our brand awareness, and therefore it's, it's really. Um, triggered a lot more um, online sales from new customers so our new customer um, the, the, the pro- proportion of customers buying from our website who are new to us has increased quite a lot since our supermarkets and retail listings has increased so at the moment we're just growing very quickly and um, uh, and, and just seeing the number of new customers coming to us is really encouraging
0: Excellent and those, mm. those new customers I'm always intrigued by the subscription model in, um, mm. in e-commerce, because I think it's yeah. one of the most exciting things, opportunities out there if you've got the right product. And yeah. um, obviously, you know, your product quite neatly fits into the subscription model. Do you mm-hmm. find you get mainly subscription customers? Are they mainly one-off product customers? Or does do people migrate between the two?
1: Um, we find that there is a bit of um, a journey that the customer goes on. Um, we get, you know, a bunch of customers, quite, probably the largest proportion of customers, who who um, who come to our website and try a box, and you know they they, they, they enjoy it, and then sometimes they they um, they go quiet for a while. So you know we send out newsletters to remind them and and, and try and get them back. Um, but generally, they um, once they've bought once or twice, they quickly become regular customers. So they're buying. Frequently, uh, maybe every month, they're they're purchasing from us, and then the, so the final stage of their journey is that they become subscribers. So this is when they automatically get two two boxes of miso a month um, sent to their home or office, um, and so you get sort of different groups of customers um, sort of on this journey, and hopefully we can get them all onto onto subscri- onto subscription.
0: But it's, it's it's great, isn't it, the way in which you can track that from? They're testing us. They're testing us. Okay, they're now regular. Exactly.
1: And yeah, it's a real journey because then um, we start off with um, we have these taster packs as well, which is only one portion. We can often track customers. They'll try the one portion, which is you know uh, it's only two pounds. So it's sort of they they try it at a low risk to them. Um, everything's free delivery, so it's, it still seems quite affordable. They they try that, and then we see them on, go on to our boxes of eight. And then we see them buying a couple of boxes of aid and then they go into our subscription. So it's um it's really great that we can track all of that and we can incentivize customers to, to move up on that journey as well.
0: And what platform do you use to manage that emailing and the incentivization and getting the right message to the right person at the right time?
1: Um, MailChimp. We use uh, MailChimp the most, I think. we um, are A little bit... Uh, we. Uh, we're able to sort of download quite a lot of in- uh, interesting, helpful um, customer data um, from Shopify, and then map that to Mailchimp so that we can sort of do targeted campaigns to to customers shopping a certain way.
0: Oh, cool. Um, and just going back a step, you you have an e-commerce product that costs two pounds that you do free P and P on. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's, uh, one taste of that. Yeah, exactly. We think that. Um, Especially with a product like miso, it's um in the UK it's still quite a new um, ingredient. It's a new uh, miso soup is still fairly new, um, and we 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 want to take a lot of the sort of the scariness out of it trying <laughs> something new by making a really affordable um taster pack that um that someone can can try kind of for fun and then if they like it then they can go onto the eight box which um is our um, sort of most most popular format um and that's the one that fits through the letterbox and all our products fit for the letterbox so that it's really easy for them so we try and take all the sort of hassle out of it um by having a really sort of affordable entry-level product
0: I, th- I think that's such a good a good way of getting a customer in, you know, make that barrier mm. barrier to entry as low as possible so as they exactly. can Exactly. you know, yeah. get to understand you and the product.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Because I you know, I see see other sort of e-commerce um businesses out there that do um that, that I think try and push the subscription too soon. I think you have to Really be patient with customers, you know, give them a try, give them the opportunity to buy a bit more and then give them the opportunity to subscribe. I like sort of being quite gentle with the customer and not sort of, you know, I've seen some products which are subscription only, which I think is quite a big ask um, uh, for, for some products and, and especially for us where Miso is still quite new.
0: Yeah, you, it, it's it's mm. it's a big leap to take that jump from I'm I'm giving you nothing. I've heard nothing yeah. of your brand, and now I'm committing to twenty quid yeah, a month. or something. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's a big ask, and I think uh, it, it's, we like to build loyalty this way, quite sort of gently, and, and give them the opportunity to to to, to go at the <laughs> go at the pace that, that that's that's comfortable for them.
0: I could not agree mm. with you more. I think that that's a brilliant way to be doing it. So what is looking forwards? What's on your radar? Your mm-hmm. to-do list right now? Gosh.
1: Um <laughs> We, I'm constantly busy, so I'm trying to think what what the most uh, what the what's on the top of the list at the moment. Um, I think what's been really encouraging for us um, through the online business is that it tells us that there is an international audience for our products. Uh, we do get orders um, from from all over, and in certain countries, US, around Europe, the demand is increasing. So I think uh, from the retail point of view, we're really looking to Um, and get into new territories Uh, and the online business has given us clues as to where where to go fast so that's been really helpful um also new products um we're developing uh we're always looking at new product ideas and again we use our online platform to test ideas so unlike unlike, um, a supermarket retailer where we don't know who the customer is who buys our product online we have you know all their information and um and for those who buy regularly we often contact them and say look we're 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 trying out a new product um we we don't know whether we'll launch it or not we'd love to get some feedback from you and we send them complimentary products to try um our regular customers and and ask them for their feedback and using that feedback it, it informs where we should go with our new product development so um growing the business through international um, through in- uh, internationally as well as um developing new products there the sort of the exciting things on the road at the moment.
0: That's a, a great way to to leverage your customer base for the for the R&D, you know, the research development side of things because
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: You know, to be able to mm-hmm. turn around to Sainsbury's or any of the other, you know, um supermarkets you're dealing with and go Right. We know, you know, this one sells really well for you guys. Well, we, we've created this new product that's selling really well to the same people who bought this one. So, mm-hmm. you know, you you can go to them not with, we've got a new product. We think it's awesome. You're going in there mm-hmm. with it. We've got a new product and we know it works. Yeah. It's so much more powerful to get Absolutely. that shelf space. Yeah. So, um, there's a few bits and pieces about your business. I would love for us to to have a little bit of a discussion around. Is that okay, okay. with you? If we dive yeah, into of course. Them, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So you have on your site the first thing someone will see when they get there is that newsletter pop-up, which I know mm-hmm. for a lot of or interstitial or you know whatever anyone wants welcome page or you know I don't know yeah. people have different names for it. Yeah. Lots of um lots of businesses I come across are are nervous about putting one of those live on the site. They think it will turn people off. So what was your thought process towards putting it up there and, you know, and deciding to put an offer on there too? Um,
1: I think we started, uh, I think we put that on there in the last six months. Um, So we didn't have that from the beginning. Um, And the reason why we went for that is because um, we, we wanted to again take some of the fear out of buying that first box, I and mean, we ideally we want that first purchase to be a box of eight rather than you know the taste. <laughs> um, obviously, we for the for the people who um buy the taser pack they can also use the 10% off so it just it's, again it was another way to take the fear out of it and also um, we wanted people to be on our newsletter uh, and since putting that pop-up on there and um, so the pop-up is basically sign up to our newsletter and get 10% off your first order so we wanted to increase our newsletter subscribers and increase customers um, who are new to us so um, it was kind of um yeah dual purpose really and this worked really well we get probably a quarter of our uh, online sales every month uh with usage of that 10 percent code so we know that for some some customers um it, it 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 allowed us to get that first purchase from them and actually after that then they uh, they get hooked on me so and, uh, and and they continue to read our newsletters so it's great it's a great first way to uh, for us anyway to, uh, to get them to, to get them into meat tasty. So you... it's worked really well. We've not had any sort of um, well, not directly. It, it, we, we were aware that it might sort of put some people off, um, especially regular customers who might you know who is not alleg- who, which the, it's not eligible for them anymore. So we, um, we we were nervous that we might put some people off, but the results showed that it's worth doing.
0: Cool. So, anyone who's thinking about it, you would recommend that they at least test it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even you know, just test it for a month, see if it affects your sales. And for us, it's improved our sales. so So, uh, and it's it's increased um, our newsletter subscribers um, proportionately. It's um, it's it's odd. We thought that maybe every newsletter subscriber would use the code to buy for the first time, but actually, um, we get a lot more newsletter subscribers and then we do people using the code so maybe they they sign up to the newsletter and save the code for later or something so actually it's not so it's just an expensive one to fund oh you get God. more newsletter subscribers this way yeah
0: so bonnie you're pretty awesome at the whole pr social media thing so how much of that do you guys do in house yourselves how much of it do you outsource
1: uh, it's a mix actually. Um, we um, we do have some PR help. Uh, we have a small agency helping us, um, certainly to get in contact with um, with uh, the right magazines, the right press that we don't have contacts with, um, but. We do do quite a bit for ourselves in terms of collaborations with other brands, um, especially through social media. Uh, we do all of the, the, the social side ourselves. And then where we want to sort of feed products to um, um, certain magazines or newspapers, that's when our PR, um, PR agency helps us.
0: Okay, cool. Um, mm-hmm. What um, what tips would you have for anyone who's wanting to make more of the kind of PR piece and the social media piece?
1: I think you have to do it quite naturally. So I, th- I find collaborations a great way to get good PR, especially when you're a small business and you're collaborating with, say, a bigger brand. Um, you know, they um, that works really well because you can sort of piggyback off their sort of the, <clears throat> their audience. So, um, what, so sort can, of, yeah. um, what sort of
0: what sort of collaborate is there? What are the collaborations you've done? You could do just so people understand what you're what you're talking about through an illustration. Yeah.
1: So, for example, yeah. So we've done sort of um, uh, collaborations with others sort of health food products or um, that they can enjoy with our miso soup. Or you can collaborate with. Um, so we're we're in East London, Hackney, and we, we collaborate with other sort of businesses in this area. Just so there's a theme to sort of a story um, about how your products relate to each other, rather than it always being like a a straight plug for your own products.
0: Awesome. That's mm-hmm. really, really useful. So I think it's time for us to dive into the top tips round now. And right. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Bonnie, are you ready for these quick for top tips? Yeah, go for it. Cool. So first up then, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, what book would you recommend?
1: I'm reading a really good book at the moment. It's called um, *The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Um, it's really great for startup entrepreneurs because it really gives you tips on how to sort of bounce back when things go wrong, which is which is quite often. So it's a real, um, it's kind of a real sort of positive business book that makes you think um, your way around problems and and, and try and find the, so the the positive in every situation. So I, I'm finding it really so really really motivating
0: at the moment cool that's definitely sounds like a good one to check out we all, we all need help to bounce back from those setbacks definitely um so your traffic top tip which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves what is your number one traffic generation tip
1: well i think some people are i've been saying not such nice things about sending out newsletters I think because a lot of people have subscribed to so many that it feels a bit spammy when it um when when you're getting lots of newsletters through uh personally so i i i think but I think for us newsletters still really work i mean the um those that sort of um read and reply and 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 get involved in competitions and offers that we put on our newsletter um still really drives traffic for us. So, um, I'm not sure. I think maybe because we don't send them out too often. We only send them out, so once a month, and they're usually sort of jam-packed full of different offers that are, spe- that's, you know, that are exclusive to newsletter subscribers. Um, um, our, our newsletters st- really help with our traffic and, and our sales whenever we send one out. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, next up, then your tool top tip—maybe a team collaboration tool, a social media plugin, timesheeting tool, phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little thing you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day?
1: We use Hootsuite in the office, so which is um, really great for us to be able to to schedule all our social media posts, so that we're not sort of um um having to monitor all the time. Um, it's a great way for us to. Um, to, to plan in advance as well um, keeps us
0: organized. Oh, I'm, I'm a big Hootsuite fan too. It's such a useful app, isn't it? It just gets... Mm, yeah. So you don't have to do it all the time. All the time, <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, otherwise you can just get really distracted throughout the day.
0: Um, and then the next one is your startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who is thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them?
1: I guess... The most important thing to focus on immediately would be to make sure that the um that they've got their delivery process really tested and um and smooth making sure it's really smooth for the customer so um for instance uh, when we started um so the audits came through and we had you know especially designed box that would go for the letterbox and everything but all those other things like postage and 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 how do we make sure that it definitely arrived and um that whole process needs testing um before you launch um like send 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 a packet to yourself (laughs) and see what it looks like when it arrives making sure that you know everything looks good on um when when the customer receives your product so i'd say if you're launching an e-commerce business get that tested making sure that you've paid the right amount for delivery and all those things that you, you think oh it'll be fine
0: cool master plan world you can find the top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to e masterplan.com forward slash miso tasty which is m-i-s-o tasty I've got one final top tips question, which is: if your business didn't exist, which e-commerce business would you like to be running? Gosh,
1: I'd love to. Um, I love Graves. Um, I love Nespresso. All the sort of probably. I, I just love all food, food to sort of e-commerce and where um, where where people are enjoying sort of quite specialist or selected products. Um, that can be delivered at home, delivered at the office. So probably something quite similar to our, our business, but to, um, a different range of products. some I'm a big foodie, so I love love trying new things. So um, probably one of those.
0: Excellent. Uh, so before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners where they can find you and your business on the web and social media?
1: Yeah. Um, so on the web, it's... Um, miso tasty.com m-i-s-o tasty.com um social media um you can find us on facebook um instagram twitter um yeah, all the, all the all the usual ones.
0: Thanks, Bonnie. I'll add links to all of that and everything else we've talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, again, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash miso tasty, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Bonnie, what a fascinating chat. It's been an absolute pleasure to spend time with you this morning, discovering how you're driving your online only e-commerce business. Brilliant, thank you. Catch you all next time. Bye.